Welcome to the Minority Report, your place to get the latest pop culture news, celebrity takes, entertainment reviews, and everything involving that top 10%. We're your hosts, Josh Brown and Diego Ferreira. And before we get started today, that was a really good intro. Thank you. It took about from you walking downstairs to the basement from upstairs to make it. That's great. Genius. All right. Well, today... We're going to do some actual um, news on minorities. So, Diego, take it away. All right. Uh, Before that, also, he actually does not have a pair of headphones on, so he actually could not hear the beat. We kind of just planned that out. Why would you out me? Why would you out me like that? He also started screaming because there was another B. Yeah, this time was an actual B. But, yeah. All right. (laughs) First things first, Drake dropped a new song. Yep. Toozy Slide. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not great. It's, no. It's, <laughs> no, it's not good at all. We we talked about it. I said it was about like a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's just like, it's four minutes of the same thing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Never changes. He like changes his rap flow once. That's about it. And then he has a silly little dance. Which seems like a sixty-year-old man. I don't like to dance. It's something that like my my uncle would do at our cookout. You know, it's like like everyone's listening to um, what the electric slide, and he's like, "Hey guys, you hear the uh, this new song by Drake?" And it's just like, "Chris, what are you doing?" It's just like, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it either. Quite, I actually think it's a it's a it's a big miss. If you ask me. Right, which is funny because literally the, the only tweets I saw is Drake, don't miss. Drake, another Bob and his side. But he uh, missed. <laughs> apparently, we have low standards. Yeah. Of what is a good song or not? But so you say you gave it a, you said a seven, a six? Uh, I would have given it, I would have given it a seven if it wasn't four minutes long. I'm giving it a solid five. Right. I will not disagree. I'm leaning more towards that four just because like I know Drake can do better right if this was some random soundcloud guy who made this song i'd be like wow this is this is a good song for them but it's mm-hmm. like it's drake mm-hmm. and this is if this was on an album it'd be like this is the one i'm skipping every single time well my problem with it is just that like see like i like like i we were talking earlier i like the the organic story of songs getting going viral you know because for instance, like the example I, w- I always think of is like Doja Cat say so, and like Doja Cat was like I w- she really was not that well known, and all of a sudden TikTok came along, and then this one chick created a dance to that song, and then everyone started doing the dance to the song, and it got really popular, and then uh, she had a music video, and then sure enough, the girl who was in who made the TikTok dance put her in the music video, and like to me that's cute, I like that. It's like. It wasn't pushed or anything, right. and it's like a nice little story. Whereas Drake's like, "I'm rich, and you know what? I'm gonna make this song so I can get some more streams, some more money." It's like, bro, like you're right. You're also, than that. the music video was literally Flex. just him flexing his house. It was just him being like, "Hey, I am hella rich. I have a free jet that was just given to me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some Kobe jerseys to make you love this video." It's a whole house for one man. Like, I feel like I'd be so. What's he doing in quarantine? It's so, it's so much space. You know what he's doing in quarantine? He, he's doing the Tuesday slide <laughs> in his room and everything. That's why he's passing time. How long did it take for him to come up with that dance? I really want to know. I think what happened was quarantine came in at la and he said well this is a great time to make a song and then i guess i don't know what 40 was like hey man like you know what's a big thing tiktok make a dance 
and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, and right. I think that's how, I think that's how that song was right. he's, was born. He's like, he says he can dance like Michael Jackson, and then you see him in the video just <laughs> just humping the air. And yes, Michael Jackson humps the air, but like, at least it's good. Yeah, right? at least he can actually dance. <laughs> right. Which uh, brings us to uh, the topic of how record labels and top artists just kind of just try to stay relevant mm-hmm. instead of making organic music. Because, you know, that song, like the song I made, uh, it was done yeah. in 10 minutes. It's pretty generic. Pretty. <laughs> it was done in 10 minutes. They probably recorded that in about less than an hour and it hit song. It's probably, well, can you check what it is on Billboard right now? What? What do you mean? Like, whoa. What's it ranked already? What's it ranked? Right. Two C shuffle rank. I mean, like I imagine it's probably like top ten already. I know it's like uh, I don't know. I know it for sure it's probably like top five. Which is another thing I also want to point out, Future and Lil Baby uh dropped a song yesterday and I thought it was pretty good. Like Future had that was good and a little bit ba- uh, not Lil Baby. The baby finally switched up his flow. So like it sounds different. Right. Um I honestly cannot find the billboard chart for it. That probably makes sense. It probably comes out a week after the song. Okay, well, that's fine. I so, yeah, like we're, uh, we're back to how record labels try to keep people relevant. It's really interesting because Drake releases a song, album, every single year. Mm-hmm. He released Scorpion after he released one a year, year before, before that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was more life. Yeah. And it was like, what, 20-something songs? Which one? Scorpion? Uh, Scorpion. I was like, yeah, I think it was like 22. So we just had an overabundance of Drake. Yeah. All those songs charted top 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I he mean, was everywhere. I mean, I mean, I feel like record labels kind of do quality or quality, quantity over quality nowadays. Like, I feel like they just like keep playing out music and to the point where it's like, stop, you know? Right. Like, there, there's a lot of songs on Scorpion that were, uh, it's literally piano, drum, I mean, kick, snare, it's twenty five songs. I forgot. It's twenty five songs. Actually. Right, right. All those done within probably ten minutes, twenty minutes, and yeah. Drake rapping over them, and it's it's great, I guess. But it, uh, Scorpion wasn't great. Sorry, I that's, feel like that's the like, wrong statement. Well, yeah, I just feel like that. I feel like the 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 quantity over songs really brought down the album. Right, and that's the thing they do with all. The, that's why pop songs all sound the same because they're just trying to churn out the exact same thing that p- they know people like, mm-hmm. and that's what Drake's newest album was. That's what Tuzi Slide is. Mm-hmm. It's just them releasing what they know people will like, and since he has such a big name, mm-hmm. it'll lead to a bunch of streams, right? Even if the song's not good, and it helps too because he's catering to that. Um the current trends. Yeah, the current trends because TikTok's a huge thing now. So he's kind of like, well, how can I stay relevant? How can I get into that next generation to remain relevant? And he's right. like, this is probably the best way to do it, which is like, I mean, it's fine. I mean, you're a celebrity. You got to make money. I mean, I'm not going to fault you for that. But at the same time, it's kind of like that's going to ruin your your quality of your songs. It's going to make you lose you know, your rep personally. And mm. I feel like people are now, I mean... If you're sitting here saying that song is amazing, you're you're just you're a suck up. I, I, I hate to say it. like that song. Like I, I, was I seeing, love Drake. I was saying Drake was greatest of all time. He don't miss, and it's like yeah, he missed. He missed. And I mean, I'm gonna say it right now. If we move on to our next topic, I'm gonna say it right now. If Drake releases another album, this is it. Like right here. Like this is gonna be his make or break. This is gonna be his make or break album. 
it's I don't. See, see the thing with record labels it's like they have enough money and advertisement they can push this artist that they stay top 10 forever like yeah. Drake, they will never be a time drake releases an album and he's not the top 10 artist on the billboard the next week yeah and it doesn't matter if that album is good or bad can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay i just didn't know because the thing was lighting up and i was talking but now it's lying up. I, I can i would have told you if okay you weren't. well i'm still here baby let's go so yeah record labels and record labels are dirty percent. when you get top artists they start to be a little bit more lenient because they're like okay this person has all the power now mm-hmm. but that's not always the case like it was with uh megan the stallion mm-hmm. yeah she's suing her record label Oof. for the contract they put her in and that contract i read some of it on an article which josh has pulled up right now can, i have it pulled up yes i do uh, can you start reading some of the details of this uh, contract because it's ridiculous how one-sided it is the details i, of the contract. I know one thing is they gave her a ten thousand dollar signing bonus yep but that like it was just an advance so yeah all the money she would make would not go to her until that ten thousand was paid off. So they like loaned her money, and how do you do that to an? How is that a thing you do to your artist well, you're signing? Here's the thing. Thanks to um, this is uh, thanks to Rolling Stone. They put out this article. Um, it says the royalty the royalty split between fifteen oh one Entertainment and the Houston rapper was split sixty forty, with all recording costs seen as advances fully deductible off the top prior to the distribution of royalties. Which means that Megan's advance was recouped in full post-release. Then she began to receive forty percent of all future earnings. And then there's another thing in here is saying that throughout the contract, fifteen oh one entertainment is given thirty percent of almost all of Megan's sources of income, including merchandising, sponsorships, endorsements, and every conceivable version of a live performance, including concerts, clubs, uh, shows, hostings, and tours. Um, so like. And basically saying that 1501 Entertainment has the sole and exclusive rights to uh, Megan's name, both legal and professional. Um, in other words, if you want to become they famous, they don't her. do it. <laughs> if you want to be famous, this is this is the problem that I had with Megan, which is fine because she signed that contract at 20. Bring lawyers. Bring lawyers, bring agents. Because it says later in the article when like she goes over to Rock Nation that the lawyers that read it, they're like, this is not okay mm-hmm. and like when you're 20 and someone's offering you hey here's a chance at six figures it's hard to pass up always bring lawyers if you can yeah she might have not had the opportunity i don't know her life mm-hmm. but like that's why she got screwed over she didn't have lawyers and you can argue it's megan's fault for not reading the contract but like it's also that company they they wouldn't offer that to even a middle tier yep person they just offered it to someone they knew they could drink yeah, I mean, and the thing is too, like I remember seeing a, a little bit of this on, um, on Twitter, just a little bit. And one thing that stood out to me is like there's this whole thing revolving the record label and all this stuff, and it's just kind of like, where didn't this happen earlier this year with another artist? It happens all the time because I saw, I don't know who the other three were, but there was like four artists who signed like a bunch of bad contracts. One of them was Blueface. And it said he signed like one contract that made his money split into like five different companies. <laughs> and it's like, 
he didn't know what he was doing, obviously. Well, I feel like that's the thing with a lot of, like, artists nowadays. Like, they're just signing to get famous, you know? And I feel like a lot of them don't really think about those contracts. Like, they're young. They don't understand. And right. Then those, they just, that's exactly know. what's happening. They're, they're young. They see a bunch of potential money. It's like, oh, if I'm famous, I'm going to make a bunch of money. Right. Not if your contract's bad. Because what did it say? It said, like, the company... I, it's not going to say in that article, but I read a tweet and it was like, the company brought in, I don't know, a couple million or like six figures, a bunch of six figures. And it said Megan only made 30,000 from it. It was like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. I see right here, 1501, her other company says owns 50% of my copyright and 100% of the admin rights. Right. So she makes like, she makes money, obviously. This one's funny. I can be fine uh, like if I'm nothing. late to the studio by 1501. <laughs> Oh my god, that's uh, yeah, that's it, not good. <laughs> <laughs> this company's ridiculous, and I'm glad she's suing them. Well, yeah, apparently they they did they disrespected her deceased mother. What's what's that about? No, read it for for us. I'm trying to see because I I just rolled to the bottom so I can get like the quick points about it. But I mean, apparently this, uh, her mother was like recently deceased. Um. I can't, yeah, I can't really scroll through that. But I mean, I guess just look it up for yourself. It is on on there. But that's I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, I'm glad she's paired up with Rock Nation because that's Jay Z, right? Yeah, that's Jay Z. So like, Jay Z's crazy with the lawyers. Yeah. If she has any shot of winning that, it would be because Jay Z's lawyers the goat. are fantastic. The goat. And yeah, if you're ever in a position to negotiate contracts, bring a lawyer or an agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that company will try to screw you. They're not on your side. They will act like they are on your side. Yep. Uh, but but they're not. They don't care about you. You're right. just uh, you're just an object. You're just like another piece of income. That's what it comes down to. Right. It. And like, I feel like that's what. Which what, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, which back in the old days, these contracts were necessary. These were not. Uh, back in the old days, they used to put millions into artists. You know, there was no SoundCloud. There was no, like, putting your music on YouTube and getting famous. Right. So they had to invest millions of dollars into you to get you famous, which makes sense why they would have that contract to recruit how much they spent to make you famous. Yeah. Made sense. Nowadays, doesn't make sense. Yeah. As soon as you get famous, you could basically just live on your... Chance the Rapper, independent person. Yeah. Uh, his he whole career, it. basically. <clears throat> For sure. He's and, definitely someone you should which, model after, I feel like. I mean, not model completely after, but... No, uh, it's not a cap or anything. Uh, it's <laughs> 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 no cap. But Soldier Boy. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> with, uh, he's the one that started this. It's You have to... He started his own website. He put his own music on there. He got viral by himself and that's what gave power to artists. And you know what? He made up a dance. Crank that soldier boy. Get silly. What's another one? He, he, he made another one, didn't he? You know what? Drake never. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> Drake? <laughs> Drake? <laughs> what, uh, which Drake posted his child, finally. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, that's that, that should have been part of the minor. That's been another part of the news right there. <laughs> everyone should stop. It. Everyone should stop roasting this three-year-old boy. Yeah. Or, well, to be fair, I didn't expect him to look like that. But I mean, like, I, I I agree. I mean, you, there's a picture of his mom too, and like you can see the right the you know the resemblance not resemblance but you know kind of like the the genetics. I would say right. You can see how it added up. Yeah. I mean, I, the not, funniest thing from Twitter is like. <laughs> 
it was while wow, Drake got Twitter trying to figure out Pundit Square. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the funniest thing to come out of it. But yeah, uh, don't bully a three-year-old child. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. But back to record labels. They're such big companies. It's hard to stop them. It's hard to be really critical of them because they have so much power. Well, the one I was talking about earlier, like you mentioned um, Blueface, uh, I was really aiming more towards like Taylor Swift, you know? Oh, yeah, that because, was Because like, I feel like, I mean, I'm just saying like, like I guess like trending wise and how in the media it was, it was like everywhere was Taylor Swift and she like put out a post like, try to stop, stop this. Was it, what's his face? Um, the guy who, uh, I don't know. Um, alleged rapist. Can't, yeah. Can't say. Okay. Not nah, can't say the actual thing. Alleged. Okay. Well, anyway, Because that's defamation if we say anything oh, else. Oof. Well, I won't say that then. But he <laughs> did that to Taylor Swift. And one thing that kind of like, you know, kind of like, I guess like, not grinds my gears, but kind of like, you know, I think about is like, why, where was Taylor Swift at? Like, come on. Like, I thought we said all, I thought she may have posted, someone may have posting like all celebrities should stick together and this should not happen to another celebrity. And the thing is like, there was no support back, was no support when Megan Thee Stallion, this happened to her, you know? Right. It was weirdly, it was big news. It was big enough that like it caught our eyes, but it felt like no one really talked about it the same way they talked about Taylor. It was suppressed. And like, right. it's like, that's, I feel like that's a problem now. Cause it's like, it's weird because I don't want to say the music industry is like mainly minorities or is like pushed by minorities but i feel like in a way it is because like most trending historically it's always been minorities pushing music you know yeah rock and roll black guy jazz black people hip-hop black people like right. it's always and they, minorities they, and the thing is they build this platform and they try to get support but they oftentimes you know don't get it but then say taylor, taylor swift, swift you know, puts out a huge post and then it's trending for days to the point where like they, and don't get me wrong, like no, like I say, like all record labels are bad. No one should be like locked up by contract, but it's just like, it's a, it's a little annoying to me. I'll just say that. Right. I, good for Taylor using her power to make it aware that this is a problem, but like. But help out other people. But too. help out. Yeah. yeah. Megan <laughs> the Stallion also kind of got screwed over. Blueface got screwed over. And right. it's like. And there's probably so many artists out there who have been screwed over. Which Taylor Swift makes the least amount of sense to me. Cause isn't her dad a lawyer? Like, I don't know how you got. Uh, yeah. I don't know how she missed that. Cause like, I'm pretty sure they signed that contract when she was. 16. Was it, I thought so 15. that means her father had to approve the contract. Right. So like, I feel like if anything, that's her dad's fault. Right. Which but like. But then everyone's like, you shouldn't sign the contract in the first place. It's like, well, she wasn't old enough to sign the contract. And she's also a little kid. So right. like, But still. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so big companies, bad. Speaking of big companies, uh, Disney Plus. Hey, <laughs> I love Disney. <laughs> the Duchess of Suxes. Is that how I pronounce that? Honestly, I paid no attention to what happens overseas. I'm not going to lie. I, but yes, you're right. Sussex. S U S S E X, Susex, I don't know. You know, she, uh, part of a Disney film, she was narrating it. It's about the elephant that I don't remember the name. It's, it's just this documentary elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that dropped yesterday. It follows a story of an African elephant named uh, Shani. Shani? Right. I don't yeah. know. 
So the, she she dropped that yesterday. Which, if you do not remember, there was a, a snippet of her husband talking to the Disney CEO, saying, "Hey, my uh, wife does voiceovers. Did you know that?" And then mm-hmm. a couple months later, here we are. She got it, and we're talking about her because she's royalty and she's brown. Yeah. So that's a. Why was <laughs> and we wanted to talk about Disney Plus because they had LOL. It's just a segue. <laughs> I'm so no, upset. it's not a segue. <laughs> it's actually interesting. Uh, the politics that are behind getting roles and stuff. Because obviously she got that role because royalty. She's royalty. Her husband smoothed up to Wait, Disney. This is like CEO. this is like off the track. Didn't they go back? Because they were in Canada. I'm pre- Did they go back to? I have no idea. I know that's what I was about to bring up. They they had a huge fight with the royal family. And yeah, they moved out. And now I'm pretty sure they're going back. I mean, like I said, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. But like, mm. I think somewhere I saw they're going back. But like, I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure. Right. She seems like a, a nice person, and honestly, they seem like they have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it's just interesting that like all it took was going to a premiere of a movie, him saying, "Hey, she does voiceovers," and then, bam, she's got a new movie on Disney Plus, which is owned by the biggest media conglomerate. <laughs> I love monopolies. Lol, I in the world. Mm-hmm. So it it was just that quick that she just had a leading role that people worked their whole lives just because, you know, yep. she's famous, wealthy. And what well, money can't get you places. It's where... all about connections yep. and being rich. Or not even the connection. He just went to a premiere. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he was he just w- there. <laughs> he went to a premiere. <laughs> which I mean the connection is he only went to that premiere because he's royalty. I guess. I mean, yeah, you're right, but like still it's just uh yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and Disney had to postpone a bunch of movies. They postponed Mulan. They postponed um, Black Widow. Black Widow. And this was the interesting thing. They switched Artemis Fowl from theaters, and they're putting it straight on Disney Plus instead, which is an interesting concept because, I mean, five years ago, two years ago, you could not... You would not see a movie get removed from theaters and then like two weeks later on a streaming service right away. They did that with, I mean, not going to theaters, but like, you know, for instance, I know that uh, the movie Onward with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, mm. Tom Hilston, that was in theater. I was supposed to be on theaters too. I was in theaters for like a month and mm. then it went to Disney Plus. Right. Um, I think that it's, it's an interesting move, um, but it makes sense because like they have this huge platform. And it was like, you know. They're allowed to do well. whatever they want. I mean, yeah. They they own, what, 60% of media? No, it's like 40%. Movie, 40. Uh, 40%, sorry. I 40. got that reversed. Yeah, they're, if, they're, if they're over half, they're over 100%. <laughs> that's for sure Monopoly. They'll be shut down. Like, it shouldn't even be allowed. Like, I know once they got Fox, they acquired Fox, they have like. Uh, honestly, we're at that point where like, they can do whatever they want. If they wanted to get 60%, who's going to shut them down? Because they can be like, all right. Well, we're gonna fire a bunch of people, and no, yeah. the governments wouldn't be like, "Hey, okay." That's that's the big problem with monopolies. As soon as you have so much, you can do whatever you want because you can hold people hostage. Yeah. You get anything you want, and that's my big problem with Disney Plus is that they can hold any, get anything they want. Mm-hmm. But also, it also just lowers quality, like we were just talking about with Drake. It 
makes every movie basically the same. Every other movie seems like it's following the Marvel format in terms of style, not like 16 movies to make one point. Mm-hmm. But it has the same Endgame, style. It wasn't 16. It was actually a total of 23 movies leading up, I think, I believe 21 movies to Endgame. But go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Anyway. So it brings down the Happy quality. birthday, Robert Downey Jr. I just want to say that today's his, today's his birthday. Was was today? April fourth. Today's his birthday. I just want to point that out there. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I just he loves say Robert that. Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, so it brings down quality, and then we always have the same ten actors because they're on what year contracts instead of movie contracts. Yeah, I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen Chris Evans in a movie. He was in like. Endgame, he was in, um, which McCall, uh, Knives Out. He's in like in a smaller indie film right now. Another person mm-hmm. is Chadwick Boseman. He was with a movie called Twenty One Bridges. But then like the Russo brothers, who also directed Infinity War and Endgame, directed that movie. And then now onward has Chris Pratt and um, and they even do Chris, cartoon movies. Uh, it, it's uh, that's the, another annoying thing. Like they also just. Do voiceovers for cartoon movies, so you can't even get away with them yeah. in a fake world. Yeah, it's like they. It's funny because I always see the interviews of like them saying like, "Oh, we're done with Disney, we're done with Marvel," and it's like, "Are you though?" Right. Because uh, Robert Downey Jr., you're just in Doctor Doolittle, right. and it's like, <laughs> so it's like, and so you're you're lowering quality because you you know you that company's gonna do what their company is popular for. Right. I only think it's a matter of time though before, like. Maybe like it's gonna be a, a years, maybe a decade or so. But I feel like it's gonna be a matter of time before movies are not being put on streaming sites. I think if anything for Disney Plus, this is like a test run to see how right. this will go. Will people so say like people want to see Artemis Fowl? You know, right? It was a pretty it now? popular book series. Yeah. So like, I wants- have all the books upstairs. Never read it. Never read any books of those either. Never read it, but. I know it's very popular. But I feel like this could be, like I said, a good test run because like, if people really want to see this movie, are they willing to pay eight bucks right now for this month? The average movie ticket is what? I believe $13 for opening night. Plus you got all the food you want to, if you want to buy any food. Well, grant all the, so basically movie theaters, the reason why food is still a high price because movie theaters get the money from right. that. They don't Whereas get the tickets. the tickets go straight to the, um, the company. I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I feel I have never looked it up to confirm it. I've heard, just heard that. I feel like there's some small percentage that goes to the theaters because it just wouldn't make sense not to have maybe, a small percentage. But, then, but sure, the save it. Uh, maybe it does because I know right, like ten percent like Tuesdays is like five dollars Tuesdays. Right. So they have to get like something or like something goes to basically. But I, like I said, test run. I feel like people are going to start. Maybe we're going to start seeing more movies on streaming services, which is going to make movie theaters obsolete. And I mean. I don't know. I'm pretty pissed off because I have Disney Plus. Black Whale's being pushed off. I'm pissed. So, so how do you feel? Actually, I kind of know your thing, but uh, tell everybody how you feel about Disney Plus and owning everything. Is that good or bad for? As a fan, it's great. I would. Uh, it's always been like for me for Marvel. I love Marvel, and for me, I like. I've always wanted to see the X Men and Fantastic Four team up with the Avengers. I think that's amazing. I think seeing these crossovers just for Marvel alone is just like. I'm not. I'm not talking about. It. I agree. Yeah, the Marvel is. It's great. And you get to see company, all your. In terms of media entertainment, I don't agree with it. Right. I don't like it because, like I said, I'm tired of seeing the same actors in the same right. movies. I went and saw Aladdin a while back, and I believe it was like a trailer for Godzilla beforehand, and it was a Disney 
song playing i think it was from like pinocchio or something and it's just like this doesn't even fit like it's like <laughs> like that's and i sat there with my girlfriend alexis i'm just like oh it's beginning it's it's officially starting like right. it's, it's done and it, it's ridiculous because they're doing remakes everything's a remake everything's oh a disney remake the lion king oh it, we saw that movie what a waste of time. I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like... Uh, that's how I felt about Aladdin. Everyone's like, oh, man, you got to watch Aladdin. There's a new ending in the site. It's not that new. <laughs> it's, it's not that great. It's not important for me to rewatch this entire movie. And then they're doing remake of Mulan and then taking out the best character. And then they also did a remake of Lady and the Tramp live action version for Disney+. And it's like, if I want to see the original Lady and the Tramp, I'll just watch the original lady in the tramp like i just don't it's just right that's the i think it's great that marvel and disney is completely owned and they can make however many movies cross them over and it's sweet Endgame. but the fact they do it with pretty much every movie every thing on the roster for disney and remake every movie on disney and those are where all the movies are coming from basically yeah at this point, and they own three out of the major uh, streaming sites. Yeah, I think two: Hulu and Hulu. Disney Plus. They, ho- they own sixty-six percent of Hulu because they got Fox, so they have like controlling power. Right, they have Hulu. controlling power, and they have all of Fox except <laughs> to stop the monopoly. They they stopped them from getting Fox Sport because they already have ESPN. Because they have ESPN, which. Uh, yippee wow <laughs> good you job. got me there <laughs> good job stopping that i guess yeah i mean like you know if anything bring us a good crossover i want to see godzilla and like rapunzel just duke it duke it out then That's you know what, what? I if see. they started to cross over <laughs> like that i might be interested i would actually mean it'd be something new it'd, I, it'd be something new and then obviously politically it's terrible because they can do whatever they want no one can stop them because they hold that much power and it's just kind of, it's just honestly a dictatorship with a different name, yeah. capitalism. I mean, going back to like your contract thing too, the contracts for these movies are, uh, there has to be some underlying things. Because like, I feel like, as I said earlier, Robert Downey Jr. who just did 10 years of Marvel right. and then doing Dr. Doolittle, that's what I, I feel like there's definitely something there that's like you have to do more movies for them. Right, that's what the confusing, because they always say, oh, we've signed you for three movies and then, well, three Marvel movies. And then they're doing like ten other Disney movies. Dude, no, their contracts like like I've seen. I think I I think it was like Chris Evans. Like no, no, no. Um, Sebastian Stans. His contract, I believe, is like for six or seven movies. And this was back when he came out with First Adventure back in two thousand eleven or two, yeah, two thousand eleven. And it's like, how do you have that that far planned out where you basically have this guy unlocked? Like you know, right? It's uh, it's ridiculous. And I'm not a fan of the way it makes the movie industry because i already not a big fan of movies and when i already know i'm gonna watch the same movie with the same actors over and over again it, it's just tiring which it shows range sometimes sometimes but i know all disney movies have that same i was about to say they to have it, the though. same that's what i'm saying they have the same the same like process. story progression yeah right uh so that's about it on news today minority reporting yes we're wrapping it up. Right. That was not. our first one, so I, that was pretty exciting. We're doing a new format now, only doing try to cap off at 30, 35 minutes. Right, yeah, you know. Because I guess like an hour was too long for some people. Right, statistically, we looked at it and say 30 minutes would be better. Mm-hmm. And obviously, 
you know, an hour, an hour fears too long to just talk about straight news. Definitely. But if you are into the longer episodes, we are releasing back-to-back episodes. Yeah. Which the next episode will be an album review. It'll release like later in the week, though. But of the weekend. After hours. It's finally, we're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. Uh, so, um, yeah, tune in for that. Um, make sure you subscribe to our channel. We are on Spotify. We're also on um, Apple Podcasts. Follow our Twitter at T Minor Report. Um, as I said earlier in the podcast, I'm your host, Josh Brown, with my other host here, Diego Ferreira. Enjoy your week.